Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Behind the Influence, a production of iHeartRadio and TDC Media. It's funny because at the time I was so sad about it, but it ended up being one of the biggest blessings of my career. So it's like to give somebody the wrong advice or give them false hope is actually the meanest thing I could do for them. Having a great song is so important. There's so many sides of music. There's publishing and songwriting, and then there's like the live touring side and the agents and, and management. There's so many sides to music. I'm so excited. We have Aton Benharan in the house. You are the global VP of Warner's A&R Group. Correct. Hey, that's a big deal. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited to have you here today. The entire premise of the show is interviewing people who are behind the influence and are of influence. You play a huge role in the behind the scenes of the influence and actually discovering people, which is a big deal and discovering not just anyone, but people in the music industry, which is, in my opinion, the hardest industry to break through. How do you do it all? <laughs> and what do you do? And we need to get to the nitty gritty here because I've always been so confused about how the music industry works. How does one get to that position? So there's not one way of becoming an A&R or working at a record company. Everybody has a different journey. You know, it really was a long journey. I've made all of my money off of music related stuff since I was 15. I've had no other job. Yeah, I've done a lot of different things in music to get to this place. And the interesting thing is like, I didn't really plan. I just kind of followed my heart every step of the way. And it kind of like led me to this part. I think I was like 10 years old. I was in the school choir. So like I got a head start on like hearing harmonies, which actually helps. Do you have a good voice? It's, 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 it's Do you good, want me to make you sing after call? Good enough oh, for background vocals. Background, okay, okay. It's better than me. It's I'm just good for the shower. It sounds <laughs> yeah. great in the shower. No, the shower's a good place. You have good acoustics in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took two years of piano, but I still wasn't obsessed with music. I was actually, my life was actually ice hockey. I was obsessed with ice hockey. I was living in Miami. I remember I was at hockey camp and I left practice one day. And this was like 1995. And there was, I heard like Green Day basket case playing out of like someone's convertible and I was like and there was not there was nothing that sounded like that at the time and I was like what is this I've never heard this is I this. was obsessed with yeah. Green Day yeah. I was like this is insane uh, I have to learn more about it. like I wanted to hear all those songs so I, I bought the Dookie album so and, good yes so I could back. listen to it right now yeah we should so good <laughs> and, and yeah we should play it and uh, my, my father had a uh, like an acoustic like nylon string guitar that was just kind of collecting dust at the house and I learned how to play every song on that album and my fingers were almost bleeding. I remember like it was nuts. When you first start playing guitar, it's like an awkward feeling and it hurts your fingers. So it's like to get past that like first threshold. But I remember my fingers were practically bleeding and I learned every song on the album and I was like obsessed. How did you learn though? Were you, did someone give you? There's definitely these like tablature things, which are very easy. So it's yeah. not like reading like regular notes. It's like anybody could read it. It kind of almost like it's looking at like a picture of like the strings and like, so it's pretty easy. 
And I took two, I only took like two months of lessons, but then learned to kind of taught myself the rest. Once I learned how to read that, I was like, oh, I can just keep doing this and figure it out. But, but the rest of the guys in my hockey team, we were all neighbors. They all picked up an instrument and we started a band. What? So yeah. you basically like poached the entire ice hockey team to come <laughs> join your band. We were, we were like best friends. So we like kind of just like awesome. naturally all like, like got exposed to it at the same time and then cool. like started a rock band. And that turned out to be like a crazy long journey, which I, I could write a, I don't know how long this interview is, but yeah. I, could, I could literally spend, I could write a, a book about every part of my journey, but just the band story is like insane. Mm -hmm. About two, two years in, I, I had to, I left for college, took a break from the band and ended up producing, well, I got exposed to dance music. Mm -hmm. So I became like obsessed with dance music, bought a drum machine, bought a turntable, started producing. And uh, I was DJing locally at a bunch of places. Where were you at the time? I, I moved to Orlando for okay. college. So okay. I was in Orlando. So, so like did you make your way to Miami where a lot of the electronic music was? Yeah, I actually, I played Ultra Music Festival like three or four years in a row wow. as a DJ. And I had a, developed a following in that scene at the time. And, uh, and I was also getting, learning how to produce and DJ and all that. I was I, I DJ on air too at the at the local station and I had wow. a couple venues. And what what I started doing also for extra money, I started throwing events downtown. So I would book local talent and like DJs and like collect the door money. So I was doing like everything. And then the band gets back together. Oh no! So at one point I was DJing. I was in the band and I was throwing events downtown. Wow! And I remember we'd be on tour and I would call. Uh, would make calls back home for, and there was somebody collecting door money for me and like flying the DJs in between like shows I would like in between cities I would make calls that is the definition of a hustler people <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're in Miami so it just makes it even better I went to college in Miami so I'm just oh, like nice. picturing you at mint or like bed <laughs> <laughs> so that happened and we, we were we did like warp tours simple plan tours the whole thing I was writing songs that didn't always fit the band so I, I, it was like pop pop songs. I started producing for other artists. Mm -hmm. And ironically, I, I sold my first song as a producer to uh, Mike Karen at Atlantic Records at the time. Wow. That's who ended up like years later would end up hiring me to do a &R, What but, a full yeah, circle. So, so I sold him. He was the, at the time, he was the vice president of a at Atlantic Records. I, I started this production team called The Agency. And that was like our first, the first thing that we sold was like, this is like 2006. And then I had money saved up and I, I was doing a bunch of songwriting for local people. I had money saved up, maxed out all my credit cards, took a big risk. What became like the most popular studio in that region, which is called Plush, it's called Plush Recording mm -hmm. Studios. That's kind of, that's when things started picking up. Whenever the studio wasn't booked, I would either be writing or I, I started signing local producers and writers to management, letting them use the rooms when it wasn't active. But, but in the studio, I mean, we had all types of anybody that would come through Orlando, Chris Brown and Flowrider and DJ Khaled and like the run, like all, it was like a constant flow of, of people. That's crazy. So I was making great contacts. I was, I was levering the studio locally for different things. How the stars aligned there is insane to me. Insane. And you still have all these other things still going on. You still have your band, yes. I'm assuming. You still have your music that you're creating. You're still booking clubs and shows and all these things, but it's just one of you. How does one sleep or eat during all this time? Did it, you not? It was chaos, but it was definitely chaos. But when you do what you love, it's like of it's course. fun and it, it, it doesn't feel like work. You know. The other thing that a lot of people say in your position who have been very successful, ultimately, they literally dumped out every penny from their bank account or max out their cards to make it like we were talking to the founder of Patreon, uh, Jack Conti, and he was saying he literally maxed out his credit cards, like didn't have rent money and just went for it. I feel like that's when you know it's in your heart and you really want to do it. Because if it's a if it's a maybe, I don't know, should I, you don't do it. If it's a full body, yes, I have to do this, you have to do it. Yes, but to add to that, I always say you have to be realistic. Right. Like if I had just done my band, I would fell on my face. If I had just done DJing, if I had just, you know, done it. So it, it was because I did everything. Like I, I had a side hustle, basically. Right. I, I advise everyone, whether it's a music side hustle or not, to get some kind of side hustle because then you have a timeline. Like right. if I don't make it by this amount of time. I still have then, this. Then I'm, yeah. Or, or, or if if you have a side hustle, you don't have the timeline. Right. Because exactly. Because you don't care. Yeah. You're, you're not like, oh my God, I'm going to you know, be out on the street. Like right, I, I right. have, I have something I can continue because you don't know when things are going to connect, you know? So at least it gives you like the longevity. I, I believe that you always have to have a side hustle. Like yeah. I would never just do one thing. I don't yeah, do yeah. just one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because 
you never know. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to just be fall on your face, like you said. Exactly. So that's kind of what, what, what I guess it was for me. It was like I, I was doing things I loved, but I, I definitely had to do like, I mean, even the throwing the events downtown, like you fly in the big act, you spend all this money and then it rains and nobody wants to go to, and right. nobody wants to go out. There's like torrential downpours and you lose money. And I was like, man, it's, yeah. it's, so it's like, there, it was a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. It was, it was definitely stressful and, but fun at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then there was this one artist I found and developed and signed to a management deal and put out this song that I, I wrote and produced as well. So, and, and the whole thing went viral. Who's the artist? This girl, it was this, it was a YouTube uh, thing, this girl Avery at the okay. time, kind of like a, young like avril type vibe. right right um, and she went viral it went viral there was a big bidding war everybody was like trying to sign her um we did a we did a deal with a uh, universal motown at the time mm -hmm. with sylvia roan and chris anacute mm -hmm. um at universal motown and uh that shout out to them. They gave me a, a shot as a young manager. You know, shout so, out to people who yes. give others a chance. Yep. Really, for real. Yep. Is that's what it's all about. Yeah. I got a check, moved to LA, hired someone to run my studio in Florida, which I still have to this day, which nice. is insane. Um, but but that's what got me to LA. We were working on that album for about eight months and I was writing with all like a lot of local writers and producers. It's funny, a lot of people don't realize, you know, now they look at me, you know, they've they say, oh, that's an that's the A&R guy. But at the time, I, I met a lot of the writers and producers as a co-writer or co-producer right. with them in the room. So right. it was a really cool way to meet a lot of the writing community mm -hmm. at the time. W what ended up happening, eight, eight months later, uh, Motown, before we were about to go to radio, Universal had this whole restructuring. So a bunch of artists got dropped and everything kind of shifted with that. And I was like, man, what do I do now? I spent two and a half years on this project. I'm in L.A., and right around that time, Mike Karen, who bought the first beat from me, became global president of A&R for Warner Music Group. So, and he he's like, do you want to try A&R? And I was like, yeah, let's let, let's do like, so we did like a trial thing. And thank God it, 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 it was like the dots it connected. It worked out. It worked out. <laughs> my, my first hit was Talk Dirty for Jason Derulo. I mean, come on. I, your whole journey just sounds like the stars were aligning the entire time and the universe was like, okay, Tom, this is what you're going to do. But first you're going to do this band. Then you guys are going to take a break. Then you're going to do this. Then there's going to be a, a torrential downpour at your thing. You're going to lose a hundred K, but it's okay yeah. <laughs> because in the end, everything worked out. I mean, I think that, you know, you know what it is? It, it's, it's, uh, I'm actually, I learned so much from, from the journey. I mean, first of all, I always say, if I didn't do this part, I wouldn't know this. If I didn't, if I, if I didn't like have this issue with the tour guy, you know, at this venue, I wouldn't know how to, to, to give my artist this kind of advice right. and, and everything because kind of you connect the dots and it makes me, you know, the best I could be at this job now, which is exciting. But I also learned that like, you know, I used to get bent out of shape, you know, about over stuff when, when like, I mean, I, I skipped a lot of stuff, but like I actually got kicked out of my band when I was, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I think it was, I think I was 18 or 17 or 18 at the time. And, and for me, that was my life at the time. And yeah. I was so Sad. Why did they kick you out? Because you weren't giving it enough attention. It's a long. That's a whole other story. Okay. But, but we won't was, get into the drums. A, I mean, we, we we added a new band member. Mm -hmm. I had to leave town at the same time, and then like when I came back, they had been practicing. It was a whole long story, but 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 uh, but uh, I love them and I forgive. Did them. you feel replaced? <laughs> I felt yeah. I felt really hurt. I was really sad. And you had no idea. I I knew that we were adding a band member. I didn't know that that was being replaced, and I don't think that was the plan. But when I left town for two weeks, my family happened to book a vacation strategically like right at the same time mm. you know it was hey but i think that's a part of the stars aligning yeah it, right honestly i, I it's funny because at the time i was so sad about it but it ended up being one of the biggest blessings of my career that's how but it always I, I, works i wouldn't out. have known that because if i didn't if that didn't happen i wouldn't have gone on to learn how to produce and and buy a drum machine and get exposed to dance music and get exposed to the other side i, I was i was my world was that band that was everything so it really but 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 that's just one story, but I have a ton of stories like that where like I thought something was, you know, bad and it turned out to be good or it, it's just like I, I just learned to trust God and trust that's, the process. I was just about to get a little God on you, but I, you said God, so I'm going to say God. <laughs> I have this picture. It's my favorite in the world. Every time I lose something that I wanted, like whether it was a opportunity or whatever, there's this image of this little girl like reaching out to God being like, but God, I want it. And he's holding a really tiny teddy bear and he's taking it away from her. But behind his back is a huge teddy bear. So it's basically saying like, she's really wanting that little tiny teddy bear. But the big one behind the back is like, just wait, it's coming. That's no, and it's 100%. like this image I always look at when something goes wrong or if 
I think something's supposed to be one way, but then it turns out the other. I just trust God. And I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving it up to you. I know you've got big things planned. I'll just sit back and just let, let things happen. Facts. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You are now, and so many, like even me listening to your story, the A&R person you met before when you were in Florida, and then the, now, and then the global A&R president is now somebody you know, and he's giving you a chance. It's like so many amazing opportunities for you that I don't want to say fell into your lap because you worked hard for those. I mean, every relationship you made along the way, the hustle, those connections are why you, you are where you are. And I think people forget, you can't just be talented and be like, guys, I'm good at this job. Like, you have to you have to hustle and prove it. Absolutely. So for people who aren't familiar about how A&R works, back in the day, probably just sending in a cassette of your favorite song or whatever. How is it today with digital and social media? And I mean, you can literally go on SoundCloud or Spotify and probably find the next big thing. Are people actually submitting things still or how yeah, does so, that work? So, so I get about a hundred songs a day to my email from all over the world, from managers, producers, writers, artists, publishers, attorneys, agents. It's like a hundred a day, a hundred songs a day and about four to 500 emails a day. How many do you listen to? I listen to as many as I can. And, do you have someone and, else help and, you and, like every, sift? Yes. I have a, I have a team of six under me and an amazing team. Shout out to them. Mm -hmm. But, but, but I, I listen to as much as I can by myself and, and whatever, like a lot of the unsolicited stuff, I'll send it to one of my trusted ears, and if they love it, they'll send it back to me. And uh, but everything gets listened to, and I, I mean, there's a whole. I could tell you a lot about how I listen to the stuff, but but mm -hmm. I, I'll say quickly that probably the the most important, well, the chorus is the most important part of the song. So if it's a song, I skip to the if it's. Structured. I was just gonna ask: Do you listen to the first like ten seconds, or do you kind of skip through well, to see what the, the hook if is? The song is structured the right way. Yeah. Uh, the chorus should come in no later than forty-five seconds. Okay. Anything past that is too long of a wait. So okay. I, I try to find the chorus. Around. Pro tip, guys: yeah. <laughs> If you are gonna submit a song to Aton, 
make it hot before 45 seconds or he's not listening. So I'll try to skip to the chorus. I'll find that, I hear the chorus. If the chorus is great, then I go back and hear the whole song. But, mm -hmm. but I also get a lot of instrumentals. Mm -hmm. So like, because a lot of the stuff, we also put songs together. I can't always count on somebody sending me a hit song. Mm -hmm. So we're pretty proactive. A lot of us, most of us come from musical background and on my floor I have studios mm -hmm. and we have constant writing sessions and uh, put, it's a lot of it is putting the right people in the room. But so, I mean, we, we sign, so obviously we look for new people to sign, but we only sign a certain amount of things per year. Well, most of my time is actually spent either putting songs together for my current artists or in the studio with them, guiding them through the recording process or basically like, I mean, there's, there's like the two sides of A&R. There's a, there's a discovery side where you're kind of scouting new, new talent and then there's the record making side. Mm -hmm. So, Oh, so you have to actually follow up and develop then. Yes. I mean, the most important thing is hits. You know, and every, and every artist has a different has different needs for that. Some of them are better songwriters than others. It's just diff, totally different talent to writing a hit song and being an artist. And, and uh, oh, that's a that's a good one liner. Yes, yes. that's so true though. So, so very, explain that a little further for us. Only specific people that could be artists. They have the the that, the voice that that's unique and special, mm -hmm. and uh, they they have the drive and because i mean it's, it's a 24/7 thing being right. an artist especially if you succeed it's literally like you have no life it's like so much work so many things you have to love it mm. and be able to to deliver on all that stuff and songwriting is a whole other thing there's there's artists that are superstars but they 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 can't write a hit song on their own you know they need is help is it because they expect others to do it for them or they just don't know no i i, I mean they the, all of them you know they love music they all right. all these the ones I work with. Most of them try their best, and, and some of them do write hits. I mean, a lot of them write write their own hits, and but 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 the smart ones also know that even if you write your own hits, like let's say you have a hit song, it's exploding. The first thing you do, you're going out to promote it. You're touring. You need a follow up. Right. So you you can't even physically be. You know, sometimes it takes like you know even the best writers in the world, like ninety percent of the time they go in the studio, they're not writing a hit. It's like it's like if it was so easy, then everybody would just have like you know not stuff be a constant right. flow. So so. Sometimes it takes um, a couple months in the studio to find the one record, you know, so the artists... For one song. Sometimes. If, I mean, so it, it's different each time. There's not like a set amount of time, but you can't know when it's going to come. So so if they're promoting a song or on tour or, and they don't have as much time to spend, so sometimes they need more support, mm. um, even though they're amazing writers or producers. So, so it just kind of like every every project has different needs. So I just kind of try to cater to each artist and what, what they need and uh, always you know, respect also what they're passionate about and mm -hmm. try to support their visions as best I can. And, you know, it's, it's mainly also about that too. You have to kind of find a happy medium between finding a great song and also mm -hmm. supporting the artist's vision and their passion. Okay, so talk me through this. I submit my song to you. It goes to your email just so people know how it works and maybe maybe one day they'll reach out to you because we are wanting to inspire, right? Yes. It's all about that. Sending you an email. With the song, make sure the song is popping before 45 seconds. And then you find something you like. After you find something you like, what do you do with it? Do you reach out? Your team reaches out for a meeting? How does that work? Well, I'll say, before we even get to that, I'll say one thing I'll say is a lot of artists, there's so many people with good voices. If it's, an, on the, if it's a new artist, so many people with good voices, so many talented people. But I think the one thing that really will get like someone's, like my attention at least on the A&R side is like also having a great song with that. Because that's actually what separates you mm -hmm. from like another artist is just doing a bunch of covers or YouTube things. There's a lot of those types of artists. A lot of the signings are based also around having a because the song also kind of also sets the direction for the project. Mm -hmm. And you could spend like I could sign an artist that doesn't have that song, and I could find them a song. And they're not they don't love the song, or mm -hmm. they, they're not they, we don't see eye to eye, or they could spend two years in the studio trying to get the song and don't get the song. Or, or they get the song and they have to start from scratch because the direction is totally different. So having a great song is so important. So that that's definitely one tip I'll say too. Mm -hmm. Like that's a really big part of, of the process because there are like a lot of, I didn't realize until the A&R really how much talent there is. I mean, it's There's insane. so much, especially yes. here. I mean, I go to a hotel cafe and I'm like, what, why is <laughs> yeah. this person not famous? Yeah. And I've interviewed so many artists in LA, when I'm back in the day, I would only do music for a, a different platform. And I, I would interview these people and we'd go to their music video shoots and they were here from London or wherever. And then I wouldn't hear from them ever again. Like I, they would be gone. 
Cause the label, I don't know what happened, but I want to get into that with you actually about how that works with labels and signing people who think they're all of a sudden going to blow up and then they don't, and then they go home. I do want to talk about that, but to, to close this conversation off about the A&R, you find the person you like, you, you reach out, obviously I'm sure you do your diligence and research their Instagram and do all that kind of stuff before you set up the meeting. Is that a part of it? Definitely. I check out as much as I can before. Yeah. Not just to save my time, but to save their time. Yeah. Is so, social media important to you? Do, I mean, if you found um, someone with two followers versus five million, are you going to go to the five million or the two that's a better artist? Well, before that, I'm like, well, who has the better music? Right. I would rather sign someone that has the better music without any followers than sign someone that has a bunch of followers, but no music. Unless I could, there's a song that there's a, that, that we find that I have happen to have that could work for them or on file or but, but I, I really think the music always leads the conversation. That's refreshing to hear because yeah. I think in a lot of industries, that's not the case. That's awesome. And and when you do find the person, you're convinced that that is someone that you want on the label. Do you then pass them over? Or you're, you're developing them, but then what happens to the artist? They go through all their deal stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, it, it, I, I like to just get to work first and like-, like But are they your like, artists at that point? Um, it, it sometimes, yes, sometimes. I, I just like to-, to I'll also get some a vibe with them in the studio and see if we have a good like to chemistry and stuff because it's not about like signing a quick deal. It's about like building something and like you know as, do you guys work together? Do you mesh together? Do mm. your visions align? Like so, I, I like to kind of then get to know <laughs> them, do some time in the studio and see uh, what, what how they work, uh, how their workflow is, and how the process is. And but but yeah, if, if we if it, everything if we love it, then yeah. I mean, I, I have also a cool position because I'm. Warner Music Group is actually the parent company mm -hmm. to, so so uh, we have Atlantic Records, right. we have Warner Records, we have Parlophone, Electra, uh, Big Beat, APG. We have a bunch of companies. So the cool thing about my job is, you know, my team kind of sits um, in the middle, so we're able to sign stuff to any of the companies. So oh, but, that's nice. It's very amazing. So you can actually say this will probably make most sense over here. Exactly. That's great. Exactly. Or I can send it to a couple of the companies and see who's who sees the same vision. And and uh, so some of the stuff I, I signed directly to Atlantic, some of the stuff I signed with APG with my Karen's company. It's different every time, which is awesome. So that's part of what I love is that we have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, so so that that's kind of... That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, is there a certain artist that you're super excited about right now, up and coming, that you're working with? I would love to hear. You know, I feel I, like I'm cool. It's so hard. Because you're not I'm, allowed to say, are you? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm allowed to say. I mean, I, I'm, I just, I'm in my head like, oh my god, they're I'm all your so, children. I'm so excited that like I don't know who to talk about first. I mean, the newest signing for me that that that, that is just like actually, I'm not. I don't even think it's a public signing, so I can't even. I, it's not even publicly announced. But there's someone I'm very excited about. That oh man, <laughs> you'll uh, tell me after the show. I'll tell you after the show. You have to check. And it then out. I'll just like edit it in. Yeah, <laughs> but but, no, but I, I just actually came from uh, having breakfast with uh fozia mm -hmm. it's spelled f-a-o-u-z-i-a she is a maniac like in a good and way you signed her, her voice yeah her voice is is she publicly well, on her project yeah her, her voice is insane mm -hmm. it's it's uh i don't even know how to describe it it's probably one of the best voices i've ever heard well how about life. this right after you say it's one of the best voices <laughs> i've ever heard i'm gonna cut in a little bit of her song oh yeah does that sound good that sounds okay it's gonna roll right now I'm an angel, tell me what you mean by that I take it all and I will never give it back I don't feel sorry every time I see you cry Every time you start, I'm waiting for your tears to dry I don't really care and I never will That's the way I am, such a bitter pill I don't really care how my silence kills That's the way I am No, I wasn't born without a heart I wasn't always like this No, watch you break me She's actually really 
super sweet and humble and loves to uh and, and she's a fantastic songwriter she's uh i think she's 18 18 yeah. or 19 wow yeah. they're all so young now yeah. all the like up and coming hot artists are so young should people throw in the towel if they're like 30 and really want to do do the thing i think it depends on on the 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 obviously the, it, there's an advantage to to Being having young. younger but 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 there, I, I mean there's there's no like right or wrong and every project is totally different. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing like, uh, not, not that there's like, a big, but if you're doing like straight pop, I think being 30 years old is a lot different. But I get what you're saying because you're not going to want, pop has a look, it has a vibe. You're not going to want, and it's not ageism. It's just the reality of it. And I also assume some of it has to do with you want the artist to like be around for a while and not just be like, oh, I give up. I want to have kids now. I'm over it. Yeah. Right. Any other artists you want to plug? Um, I'm, I'm here for you. Well, I, I'm just excited about this this uh, Galantis Faith song we just put out with Dolly Parton. Did you see that? that no. We, we actually, we got this guy. Speaking of somebody who's in pop and older. Shout out to Saint on my team. He's an incredible A&R um, on, my, on my team. Uh, he put together uh, this this uh, Faith record for Dolly Parton. Um, and it, Well, Galantis is the act, one, mm. of our, one of our artists. He actually managed to get Dolly Parton on the song. They're doing. Wow. It, they're actually doing a whole uh, story about it, but 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 the songs are doing incredible. Let's hear a little bit of that song, Magic. I, I gotta get one more shout get out. Get one more shout out in. Alec Benjamin. Alec Benjamin. My guy. His guy. Yes, I love Alec. So, so uh, Alec is one, I, you know, this is why it's hard. I have like. I know, it's hard. You could do this for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so, longer. So, so Alec Benjamin, that's an, an, another artist uh, I signed that I love. And uh, my guy, my dear friend of mine, Miles Beard, also, he's an A&R at APG, but we work on it together. But he's, he's uh, Alec is incredible. He had the Let Me Down Slowly song. I'm sure you've heard it. Yeah. Yeah, he's He's on fire. So shout out Alec and he's playing Coachella. Oh, he and is? He's about to put out a new album and yeah, he's a new tour announcement. It's, it's exciting. And if you guys haven't heard from him, here's a quick little clip of Alec, your boy. <laughs> Could you find a way to let me down slowly? A little sympathy, I hope you can show me. If you want to go, then I'll be so lonely. If you're leaving, baby, let me down slowly. Let me down, down, let me down, down, let me down, let me down, down, let me down, down, let me down. If you wanna go, then I'll be so lonely. If you're leaving, baby, let me down slowly. Oh, I wanted to ask you about international music. This is a selfish question. I have a cousin who has an incredible voice. We're Armenian. And so he sings at all the, you know, big Armenian events. He's a great voice. He has a great edgy look. And I know a lot of people in the music industry. And I'm trying to figure out how to help navigate where he should go and what he should do. It is the move to put a bunch of stuff on Spotify. Is the move to, I, I don't know what to say. If you send me the records, I could tell you what the move is. Oh, I, oh. Once I hear the music, I'll be able to tell you. Do you, you. see what happens when you know Aton? <laughs> You get to directly, I'm not even going to send it to you. I'm physically going to like do old school CD. I'm going to burn it on the CD <laughs> and I'm going to be like, this is my cousin, Chris. I love it. Um, that's what we're, and we're going to meet and we're going to listen to it on a disc man. I love it. Just so it can be really official. You know, you know what I think about all the time, like back then and at that era, yeah. the CDs and cassettes and all that, like, I mean, I mean A&R back then was so different because so now different. I sit by a computer and I can hear 30 songs in like 20 minutes. Because click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah. Back then, I mean, I would have to go out every night of the week to Ugh. hear to hear bands and and. Do you still do act. that though, just to be like a little? I do for obviously I go out to, to stuff for fun, but but if it's for like to find something, you're not I, out there searching. I mean, you don't have to search. Well, well, well the thing is, like, I, I could sit there for three hours and hear three acts and not even hear what the recorded music sounds like, which is probably the most important thing, at least in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But 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 I, I actually, if if I like something. That I that I get that gets sent to me, then I go hear it live, or then I'll go see like that. It's kind of it works backwards, but I just can't imagine doing AR back then would have been. It's a, Hell, it's a totally different. Yeah, there's I, a there's a literally a male person walking by with a cart with like CDs and discs. Yeah. I I I believe none of those were listened to. Like yeah. there's no way. 
Yeah. There's no, who had the time or they had a bunch of interns doing it. And then some really great stars did not become stars. Yeah, but it literally, you'd have kind of like, I, I, I would have no, I mean, I would you'd be have no life. every night. I'd be out every night doing it. So, so I don't know if I would enjoy it you know, as much, but, but uh, I mean, I'm sure I would still enjoy it, but it, but it's a totally different job. So you're a person in power, obviously. Do you find yourself in positions sometimes where you feel like, obviously this industry can be shady. Is it hard to kind of distinguish who friends are, the real homies versus like, I'm trying to climb up the ladder and, and have him help me in some way. And that's the only well, intention or I'll, with women even. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, I never like, I just don't think about that stuff. I, I'll tell you why I'm, I'm a real music guy. I will never make a decision based off of this is somebody I like. He's a friend of mine. Let me help or let me, or this is some, because then everybody loses, you know? I, I, so I, I would. But that's I, gotta be so awkward I, if you have a friend who's like, you love your friend, right? Yeah. And, and they've been working on this band for years and years and years or whatever. And they're like, Aton, can you, can you hook it up? And how do you say you're not good enough? First of all, giving an honest opinion is, is always, I mean, that, that is the best thing I could do as a friend because absolutely because I'll, t I'll tell you some for some people you know let's talk about the flip side you say you know follow your dreams follow your dreams but for some people that that don't have the the talent or the skill set I mean there's a lot of parts of music maybe they belong in a different part of the music industry but I I, I think for someone's not good enough you know I, I have to tell them I, I feel like if, if I don't because it's people's like livelihood it's their life they, they put in sacrifice and like they 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 give up so much of, of their life, whether it's time or family or, or whatever it is. And you know this personally because you were in yeah, a band. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you give up your life for this. So it's like to give somebody the wrong advice or give them false hope is actually the meanest thing I could do for them. 100%. Um, but, but, but then at the same time, there's, a, there's an art. I'm very direct and straightforward, but there's, always a, there's also a way of doing it where you're not offending somebody, you know, I think, and, and especially with like, like even, even great songwriters, like I said, most of the time they're not sending me hits. It's like, it's like, it's a, you have to kind of find the right record from each person or whether it's a producer or a writer. And I want them to keep sending me more music. I don't want them to get discouraged, you know? So, so there's a way to, okay. So it's constructive. Yeah, it's, it's not constructive. like you suck, go do something else, but you're like, Hey, send me more music when you can. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's definitely constructive. And, 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 uh, and always encourage everyone to you know keep sending and don't don't get you know don't is get... everyone as nice as you in the industry because i don't think so <laughs> i mean I, I mean i don't think so <laughs> hi i'm giancarlo esposito and i'm here to introduce you to my character gray parish from my new series parish yeah i can drive my character was a getaway driver yeah retired from life you know that his business is failing his house is going up for sale he is the every man tell me about this driver job we got a lot of action in this show we have moments of real danger and we want to feel as if anything could happen gray is invited to drive for this man he's invited to make money and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do i did what you told me to and he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. One of the things I always talk about with artists, because I've had many independent artists on my show, as well as people who are signed to a label, obviously there are benefits to being with the label. You get the money, you get the team, you've got the A-ton, right? But indie artists feel like they some have sworn that they would never sign to a label because of all the quote shady things that happen at a label. What do you have to say to that? Um, well, what I have to say is that like the moment you are, you know, you, you partner up with anybody, whether it's a record label or a manager, or at, at least it's, there's not like a thing where like, you're not paying them a monthly fee to like, you know, work for you. And like, like what I'm saying is, I hear, I hear what you mean. We don't make money unless you make money. Exactly. We don't succeed unless you succeed. Right. You're not paying a publicist to make you (laughs) famous. So like why on earth would we be a part of a partner up with anybody if we, if we don't plan on having success? So then why, how come so so many smaller artists come to labels and then they kind of get, or I've not experienced it personally, but they say they get put on the back burner in a sense. And then the bigger artists get all the money while the smaller artists are kind of just forgotten about. I mean, that's, that's not that's definitely that sounds like a scorn lover would say it right <laughs> yeah it's I mean, just it, like they're it, it, it's it's I, I i will say nothing to do with like bigger or smaller artists or just more more like it's a more strategic thing like if you if you burn through all of your budget when you don't have the right song then it, your, your your longevity is going to be very short right you know that so, makes so sense better to every every time you you release a song and i i look at it like this like Every time you release a song, you're pulling a favor, whether it's from a playlister to add your song, from a podcast to mm. feature your song, from mm. your fans to, to to go support and listen to the music. And if the song isn't great, the next time it's going to be harder to to do that. Right. And then the next time after that, it's going to be even harder. That's and, a lot of pressure. Yeah. So I, I feel like on everyone actually. Yeah. And, and and not every song has to be. I mean, you could you could release some stuff just for you know viral, you know, right. for the fans and stuff to keep everybody like you know entertained and to, to make sure that people have new content. But I think there's also an art and a strategy to like pushing the button when you have the right thing and you see that there's. And the crazy thing is, we we live in a time where the moment something comes out, you're able to see real stats. How many people on, you know, whether it's New Music Friday or whatever the playlist is, how many people are adding this song to the playlist when they hear it? How many people are skipping it? Right. How long are they listening to it? You, you can see all this stuff right now. All the data is available. So you, we were able to tell like. It's almost like a case study before you even. Yes. Which so is so helpful. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, so you're able to see like right away, like even if it's a smaller case study, like even if it's with a thousand people that came across the song. How many people added to their personal playlist? How many people are, are replaying it? How many people? It, it, it's there's so many things that you can data. To, we to have tell. so many tools now that yeah. didn't exist ten years ago. From I do think that there's something to having a following on social media because obviously you get a bigger reach. So there's that. There's the stats you just talked about. I mean, there's there's the community you can find the community that the artist vibes with. So I feel like there's a lot of advantages and makes your job much easier. Absolutely, and, and patience is key. Yeah. It's so key to just have patience for the, for any artist out there or that is assigned to a company. I, I think, I mean, well, and, and, and by the way, I mean, there are, I'm sure there are like, like I know how, how my team works, you know, I, I don't know how, right. you know, I mean, every team works differently. So I'm sure there are nightmare stories as well. So, well, so you sound like you kind of get in there with them and, and really support them like a family member. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I do it from the heart. Of course, I'm I can a, tell. I'm a real music fan. I'm obsessed with music. Yeah, I love hits. I love pop. Uh, of all, who's your all, favorite all artist genres. right now that you're not representing? Well, I'm a song guy. Okay, so, 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 so I, I like Bonnie Bear. I, I like songs and skinny every, love. Every genre. I mean, I, I go through every every week. I, it's funny because there's about I think I don't know I've, I don't know if I've counted, but there's about a hundred songs on New Music Friday. I think if I had to mm-hmm. guess, like each week they come out, and every Friday it like recycles. So like uh, all week, I'm trying to get through the whole playlist to hear everything, and and, and I have my own personal playlist for every genre. So I make like a personal playlist for each genre and I, I'll add to my personal for listening pleasure. And then when I listen to them, I get excited because there's all this new stuff that some of it I know, some of it I, I, I've i heard once from and I've added to my. So it's exciting to listen. I'm, I actually listen as a fan, too, and I get excited when I go through the playlist. I have a like a chill R&B playlist. Tell me what's on your chill R&B. That's like my favorite genre. Really? Oh, yeah. I have to go 112 right for now. days. 
Well, there, there was actually There's old school. I like old school R and B. Well, yeah. So this is well, I have an old school R and B playlist. Okay. Oh. Uh, but, but the chill R and B is more newer stuff. Okay, go for I, it. It was actually inspired by I heard this uh, Sabrina Claudia who was signed to to uh, APG. Uh-huh. She had this uh, "I Belong to You" song that I was like, she's just, amazing. She's amazing. So that that song inspired me to do like a whole. I playlist. think one of my friends works with her. I'm pretty sure. Does she have long brown curly hair? Yes. And she's beautiful. Okay, my friend Dina. I'm pretty sure works with her. She works with French Montana. Her sister works with The Weeknd. I'm I'm pretty sure you know them. It, Maybe. It's in your email. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, tell me what's on your... I mean, I have... Oh my God. Well, I have Anne-Marie. Okay. Anne-Marie. Well, it's funny. There's two Anne-Marie's. We have an Anne-Marie that's like a pop artist and it's spelled like one of them has a space, one of them has no space. That's confusing. But there's an R&B one that's awesome. She's not signed to our company, but okay. she's awesome. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff in here. Just tell me like... Do- Doja Cat. I mean, I have a lot of... Tell me one more. I want to get weird tonight with my husband. Give me, <laughs> give me one more. Golden song in here. There's a bunch of different things. What's the best one to like get? You know, a girl's over. The music's going. I think I think Anne Marie is, is oh is awesome. Is that popping for you? It's it's, it's just it's popping it's for all of us. It's a vibe. Is it? A, it's it's a vibe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we got to go through your some of your list because you're like the music king. <laughs> so, what advice? I want to just wrap this up with what advice you would give somebody. Who wants to make it in this industry? It's a very, very tough industry to get into. Obviously, not everyone is as hands-on, compassionate, as you helpful. I mean, I can name a million adjectives to describe you, but I'm pretty sure our listeners get your vibe by now. You are clearly very influential in the in the space of music. That's why you're here. You literally pick people out of hundreds of songs that you're getting a day, and you're making stars out of them. What advice would you give somebody who's listening to this podcast right now who lives, breathes, dreams music like you and they want to make it or at least they want to do something in music that they don't have to be like the next Rihanna, but they want to be in the industry. What advice do you have to give to them? Well, my advice is, I mean, a couple of things. One, if if you are an artist and you're, you're set on that, I think you have to know the importance of having a great song original because that will change everything. You know, we live in a time when stuff goes viral and, and you can't force people to make something go viral, they have to like it, to replay it, or to re- repost it, or whether it's a, well, I mean, there's two sides to something going viral. One is the actual content, and the other is they actually like the record. If, if it, So there's two ways something go viral. I've mm-hmm. seen songs go viral just because people like the song. Yeah. And then I've seen, obviously, like, there's memes and stuff. That's different. I'm talking about, like, a song that actually gets replayed and stuff. So, But I think finding the right song is so important because it also will establish the direction for your project. But I think outside of that, like, as a general advice, I think... You kind of have to find your lane and be realistic. There's so many sides of music. There's publishing and songwriting. And then there's like, you know, the, the, the live touring side and the agents and, and, and management. And I mean, there's so many sides to music. You want to kind of be realistic and see where do I fit in the best and where would I perform the best? You know, some people are incredible at, at, at uh, marketing and creative thinking and amazing there's so many departments at a record label too so it's like there's some people that are amazing from marketing department not necessarily A&R some people that are better at A&R it's like uh, but I think you kind of got to find out where you fit like the best and where you can be one of the best like what can you be one of the best in the world at not like oh I'm good at this like mm-hmm. well, what can you be like incredible at and find your lane there and have some kind of I think side hustle in the meantime to hold you over so you don't have a timeline. Like, it's okay if it takes you uh, five years. It's okay if it takes you six months. I mean, I, th- I think it, you don't really know how long it's going to take. So if you have something else that actually generates income mm-hmm. in the meantime so that you don't have to, like, kind of, you know, fall on on, uh, on your face, like, so early. Right, know, and, and, and because that's when people quit. Yes. And you didn't quit, and no. you just kept your hustles going. And you didn't just have a side hustle, by the way. It wasn't singular. <laughs> Yeah. You, you you didn't sleep, but you loved it. So it was okay. Yes. I get that. It was so nice having you here today. I just to prove the point last time I saw him, he was bringing one of his artists in and now I'm <laughs> you're on the other side of the table. So I'm really glad we got to get to know each other a little more. Likewise, um, I want all of your artists to come in to our show. We'll play their music. That sounds like a plan. I would love that. And you have one last chance to give a shout out to one more artist and we'll oh, end on them. One more. Ooh, and that's, and that's a big pressure because we're ending on it. Ooh, let me think. But it, this doesn't mean this is your favorite one. It just means it's another one you want people to check out. Well, th- th- yeah. So there, there's this this there's artist I just signed, Killboy. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. What makes it so different is that she actually produces her own stuff, and she's not only an amazing artist, she's also an amazing writer and producer. 
she produces better than half the people that I get stuff from. And she's like, and you just signed her. Yeah. And she's actually making her own hits. Like, I mean, it's, it's are you crazy. super excited about her? Yeah. And, and she's smart. She's also open. She loves collaborating. She's, she's just really, really awesome. Great energy. And just all around. She, she already has two songs on Spotify. I'm going to have to check that um, yeah, out. Check her out. And you guys have to check it out. But guess what? I'm going to do you guys a solid. I'm going to end this show <laughs> with a little Killboy, baby. Influence is a production of iHeartRadio and TDC Media. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.